Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and thanks for joining us on AutoLine Daily. In today's show, Toyota redesigns the Yaris, sort of. Opal's talking about coming out with an electric car. And then we're going to show you Ford's historical connection to Antarctica. That's right, Antarctica. Now the news. While we're heavily into the earnings season, with automakers all over the world starting to report how they performed in the second quarter. GM and Ford reported their numbers this morning, so let's get to them. Ford's sales actually dropped 1% to 1.6 million vehicles. That dragged down the company's revenue to just over $37 billion, a drop of more than 1%. And yet, Ford was able to boost its operating profit slightly, and it posted a surprisingly strong 6% increase to the bottom line with a net profit of $1.3 billion. One surprise is that Ford posted a tiny profit in Europe, $14 million. But don't get too excited, all you Ford shareholders in the audience. The company expects to post losses for the next two quarters and lose money in Europe for the year. Besides, South America is turning into a disaster for just about every automaker building and selling cars there. Ford lost nearly $300 million there in the last three months. Now, over to General Motors, where we were expecting to hear bad news, and boy, did they deliver. GM sales barely bumped up on a global basis, up only 0.6%, hitting 2.5 million vehicles. Revenue was up a little bit to nearly $40 billion, but then the floor drops out. GM posted a consolidated operating loss of $471 million versus an operating profit of a billion seven last year, and it posted a dinky net profit of just under $300 million, an 80% drop. If you eliminated all the recall costs, GM says, it would have posted a net profit of a billion too. But that still would not match Ford's profit, even though GM sold nearly a million more vehicles than Ford did. And while Ford posted a small profit in Europe, GM lost more than $300 million there. You know, Wall Street is happy that Ford exceeded expectations, but we think both these earnings reports are pretty weak. In the days to come, we'll show you how Ford and GM stack up against other automakers, and you will see how they are sliding down the list of the top automakers in the world. Earlier this week, we reported that Opel is dropping the Ampera, but while the plug-in hybrid is going away, Looks like the company will come out with an EV, according to a statement from Opel CEO, Dr. Carl Thomas Neumann. But we wonder, can a financially weakened Opel develop an all-new electric car on its own? Probably not. We're thinking it's far more likely to see a rebadged Chevy Spark EV, or at least something that uses the same powertrain and battery pack. Toyota's been adding some soul into the styling of its newest cars, and now it's tweaking the design of the Yaris to capture some of that soul. It still comes in both three- and five-door hatchback models and gets a whole new front end, somewhat similar to what the Corolla is now sporting. The suspension has been retuned, it has a more rigid body structure, and more insulation was added. 
The driver's instrument cluster and radio surround have also been tweaked, which we think gives it a more cohesive look. And for the first time, navigation will be available as a dealer added option. Power comes from a one and a half liter engine that's mated to either an upgraded five-speed manual transmission or a four-speed automatic. A four-speed? No, I guess they didn't change this car a whole lot, but that's how you keep costs down. Prices for the redesigned 2015 Yaris start at just above $15,500, including destination charges. Hey, coming up next, I'll tell you all about Ford's connection to Antarctica. Yeah, Ford's historical connection to the South Pole. Here's one of the great things about the all-around performance of our jeweler tires. Excellent traction. Do you need a ladder? Yes, I do. Okay. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. I've been covering the automotive industry for my entire career, and yet I'm constantly amazed at what turns up in my automotive research. Here's the latest fascinating factoid that I came across. Did you know there's a part of Antarctica named after the Ford family? Okay, let's review some history here first. 88 years ago, in 1926, the American explorer, Richard Byrd, entered the history books claiming to be the first person to fly an airplane a Fokker F7 to be exact, over the North Pole. A lot of historians dispute whether he really did fly over the North Pole or only came close, but that's not the point I'm trying to make. The point is that the name of that plane was the Josephine Ford. Josephine was the daughter of Edsel Ford, who of course was the son of Henry. Well, it turns out that Edsel was enthralled by the expeditionary exploits of Richard Byrd, and so he helped finance his explorations. But when Byrd decided he wanted to become the first person to fly over the South Pole, Edsel bankrolled that expedition. But this time, Byrd did it in a Ford trimotor plane. And while he was there, he decided to name a mountain range he discovered after his benefactor. So check out a map of Antarctica on the edges of the Ross Sea, not too far from what's called Little America, you'll see a set of mountains named the Ford Ranges. <laughs> Not the Ford Ranger, the Ford Ranges. But makes me wonder, could that be how the little pickup truck got its name? Nah, probably not. I've not run into anyone, anyone, who knew anything about the Ford Ranges. Everyone, like me, is amazed to learn that a part of Antarctica is named after Ford. Hey, don't forget to tune in to the annual Autoline Automotive Fantasy Draft tonight. Gary Vassalash, along with several of our journalist colleagues, will choose the executives they want to run their fictional car companies. Going to be a fun show. Tune in tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern time on our website, autoline.tv. Anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.